Section 23 of A Year with the Saints, translated by a member of the Order of Mercy. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain, recording by Maria Therese. December, Union. Queen mana and charitate, in Deo manat, et Deus in Deo. Who abideth in charity, abideth in God, and God in him. John 4, 16. 1. The object of all virtues is to bring us into union with God, in which alone is laid up all the happiness that can be enjoyed in this world. Now, in what does this union properly consist? In nothing save a perfect conformity and resemblance between our will and the will of God, so that these two wills are absolutely alike. There is nothing in one repugnant to the other. All that one wishes and loves, the other wishes and loves. Whatever pleases or displeases one, pleases or displeases the other st john of the cross the blessed virgin possessed this perfect union and st bernard says of her that she kept her eyes on the watch and her consent fully prepared for every token of the divine will the venerable mother seraphina de dio had advanced far on this road for in an account which she gave of herself to her director she was able to say my soul seems to be so much in harmony with our lord that whatever he operates in it always appears most fitting for it is the very thing which it wills for itself whatever comes to my soul is a sweet morsel made on purpose for it and it seems unable to desire anything else so that it never experiences bitterness or trouble once when she accused herself of want of conformity to the divine will she received at that moment a ray of light by which she saw how beautiful is the will of god so clearly that she remained for some time overcome with astonishment that a creature sprung from nothing should fail to love the most holy and beautiful will of its creator two those deceive themselves who believe that union with god consists in ecstasies or raptures and in the enjoyment of him for it consists in nothing except the surrender and subjection of our will with our thoughts, words, and actions to the will of God, and it is perfect when the will finds itself separated from everything and attached only to that of God, so that every one of its movements is solely and purely the volition of God. This is the true and essential union which I have always desired and which I constantly ask of the Lord. Oh, how many of us there are who say this, and who think we desire only this! But, wretched that we are, how few are ever to attain it. St. Teresa This saint never ceased to wonder at the great privilege which man possesses in being able to unite himself to his Creator, and at the wonderful desire which so great a sovereign entertains to see him united to himself. This, therefore, was the object of her keenest desires, and for this she strove more ardently than for anything else. St. John the Baptist abode in the desert for twenty-four years. God knows how his heart was touched with love for his Savior, even from his birth, and how earnestly he desired to enjoy his presence. And yet, devoted to the simple will of God, he remained there discharging his duty, without even once seeing him. And after he had baptized him, he did not follow him, but continued at his office. What can we say of all this, if not that he was a spirit detached from all things and from God himself, to perform his will this example said st francis de sales overwhelms my soul with its grandeur three union with god takes place in three ways by conformity by uniformity and by deformity 
conformity is a complete subordination of our will to the divine will in all our actions and in all occurrences and events so that we will and accept all that god wills and sins however painful and repulsive it may be uniformity is a close union of our will with the divine will by which we will not only all that god wills but we will it solely because he wills it and so all repugnances are banished deformity is a transformation which renders our will one with that of god so that it is no longer conscious of itself as if it were no longer in existence but only feels in itself the divine will and as if it were changed into it no longer desires in any of its acts and operations anything even what is most holy with or through the created will but only in the uncreated made its own by transformation father chilier gigtiardi st mary magdalene de Pazzi attained to all three degrees of union as to the first she often said with great feeling if i should see hell open and believe that it was the lord's will that i should suffer eternally in those flames i would plunge into them instantly of my own accord to accomplish his divine will for the second she said in an ecstasy that she had at pentecost i protest that i do not seek or desire the holy spirit except according to the will of god i desire his presence and i do not desire it because i do not wish to desire it of myself as of myself so that if god should give it to me to do my will and not his as his but as mine even though his will were to be found in this yet not primarily and totally his i should be in no wise content so much does it concern me not to wish to possess or make my own what i have given to him and what i wish should be wholly his that i may be able to say with perfect truth in everything fiat voluntas tua for the third she lived as one dead to herself without any intention or will of her own in another ecstasy the lord showed her her own soul in this condition under the form of another soul which she described in these terms she follows her spouse without understanding without speaking without hearing without tasting and so to speak without acting and as if dead she thinks only of following the interior attraction of the divine word that she may not offend him four conformity to the divine will is the most powerful means to overcome every temptation to eradicate every imperfection and to preserve peace of heart it is the most efficacious remedy for all ills and the treasure of the christian it includes in itself in an eminent degree mortification abnegation indifference imitation of christ union with god and in general all the virtues which are not virtues at all except as they are in conformity with the will of god the origin and rule of all perfection st vincent de paul st vincent de paul was himself so much attached to this virtue that it might be called his characteristic and principal one or a kind of general virtue which spreads its influence over all the rest which aroused all his feelings and all his powers of mind and body and was the mainspring of all his actions if he placed himself in the presence of god in his prayers or other exercises his first impulse was to say with St. Paul, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? If he was very attentive in consulting and hearkening to God, and showed great circumspection in distinguishing between true inspirations proceeding from the Holy Spirit and false ones which come from the devil or from nature, this was in order to recognize the will of God with greater certainty and be in a better position to execute it. And, finally, if he rejected so resolutely the maxims of the world, and attached himself solely to those of the gospel if he renounced himself so perfectly 
if he embraced crosses with so much affection and gave himself up to do and suffer all for god this too was to conform himself more perfectly to the whole will of his divine lord the blessed jacopone being astonished that he no longer felt any disturbance in evil impulses as he did at first heard an interior voice saying this comes from your having wholly abandoned yourself to the divine will and being content with all it does five so great is the delight which the angels take in executing the will of god that if it were his will that one of them should come upon earth to pull up weeds and root out nettles from a field he would leave paradise immediately and set himself to work with all his heart and with infinite pleasure blessed enrico sosone he himself was so satisfied with the will of god so completely attached and submissive to it that he said i would rather be a bat at the divine will than a seraph at my own so great was the love and tenderness which st mary magdalene de Pazzi entertained for the divine will that at the mere mention of it she would be lost in an ocean of spiritual joy and sometimes wrapped into ecstasies one evening after most of the others had retired to sleep someone said of a certain sister that she had a great desire to do the will of god the saint replied joyously she is right for to do the will of god is a thing most lovely and with that she remained bereft of sense for she could not bear the flood of sweetness that flowed over her at the thought of the loveliness of the divine will she then ran through the dormitory exclaiming how amiable is the divine will and calling upon the rest to come and confess this with her she excited such a tender emotion in them all that they arose and went with her to the chapel where they all unitedly confessed with a loud voice that the divine will was worthy of all love and the hearts of all were deeply stirred six a soul truly resigned to god has no affection for any created thing for it sees clearly that all its possessions except god are vain and nullity. so its single object and aim is to die to itself and to resign itself actually and always in all things blessed enrico sassoni st vincent de paul excelled in this for he lived quite apart from all creatures and even from himself taking no care but to depend in everything upon the will of god and the disposal of his holy providence the soul of the venerable mother seraphina had arrived at this happy state as appears from an account she gave of herself to her director in these terms the state in which i find my soul at present is that i wish for nothing except what god wills the will and pleasure of god has so penetrated me and has become so rotten to my own will and pleasure that it has made itself mine and i desire that alone which god wills and not only do i will it but i am not able to will otherwise nor to have any pleasure or will but his this is my soul and complete will nor have i need to produce or repeat acts of it for i have it deeply impressed upon my soul i love and esteem it and rejoice in it supremely seven as the lord knows for what we are all adapted he gives to all their positions as he sees to be most for his own glory for their salvation and the good of their neighbors our mistake then is in not submitting ourselves totally to whatever he wishes to do with us saint teresa when her director expressed a doubt as to the spiritual course she was following and bade her try another saint teresa was only able to place herself in the hands of god that he who knew what was best for her might wholly accomplish his holy will in her heart the lord one day gave st francis borgia the choice of life or death for his wife who was seriously ill 
but he replied with emotion why o lord commit to my judgment what lies solely in thy power what concerns me is to follow thy holy will in all things since no one knows better than thou what is best for me do then what is most pleasing to thee not only with my wife but with my children also and with myself fiat voluntas tua a blind man earnestly entreated saint vedastus on the day of his festival to give him sight and obtained it then continuing his prayer he said that he would not have asked it except as a help towards his salvation when it was immediately taken away again the same thing happened to another who was cured of a painful infirmity by the intercession of st thomas of canterbury but who protested to the saint that if health was not best for him he did not desire it upon this his previous illness instantly returned at which he felt no disappointment eight we ought to submit to the will of god and be content in whatever state it may please him to put us nor should we ever desire to change it for another until we know that such is his pleasure this is the most excellent and the most useful practice that can be adopted upon earth st vincent de paul the venerable father de ponte told an intimate friend that he was glad of all his natural defects of appearance and speech since it had pleased the lord to mark him with them that he was glad also of all his temptations and miseries both interior and exterior since god so willed it and that if it were the will of god that he should live a thousand years oppressed by far greater trials and in the deepest darkness provided that he should not offend him he would be quite content when the news of her husband's death in the war was brought to st elizabeth she instantly raised her heart to god and said o lord thou knowest well that i preferred his presence to all the delights of the world but since it has pleased thee to take him from me i assent so fully to thy holy will that if i could bring him back by plucking out a single hair from my head i would not do it except at thy will nine never believe you have attained such purity as you should whilst your will is not freely and gladly submissive to the holy will of god as to all and in all even in things the most repugnant st francis de sales st jane francis de chantal said that he arrived at such purity as she knew from himself for in his deepest afflictions he experienced a sweetness a hundred times greater than usual this came from the intimate union with god that he enjoyed which made the bitterest things most delicious to him the congregation of st vincent de paul having met with a serious loss of property he informed a friend of it in this way as you are one of our best friends i cannot do less than let you know of the loss we have met with not indeed as the misfortune that has befallen us but as a favour which the lord has bestowed on us and in the intention that you may help us to render him due thanks favours and benefits are the name i give to the afflictions that he sends us especially when they are well received and as his infinite goodness has ordained this loss he has made us accept it with perfect and entire resignation and i can safely say with as much gladness as we should have felt at any prosperous event ten one act of resignation to the divine will when it ordains what is repugnant to us is worth more than a hundred thousand successes according to our own will and pleasure st vincent de paul how much in the midst of all his disasters did holy job merit before god by his dominus deity dominus absolute the lord hath given and the lord hath taken away eleven 
Perfect resignation is nothing else than the complete moral annihilation of thoughts and affections when one renounces himself totally in God, that he may guide him as he wills and pleases, as if one no longer knew or cared for either himself or anything else except God. It is thus that the soul, so to speak, loses itself in God, not indeed as to its nature, but as to the appropriation of its powers. Blessed Enrico Sassone. St. Catherine of Genoa was one of those happy souls who attained to a share in this holy annihilation, in which, as she herself attests, she had no longer thoughts, affections, or desires as to anything, except to leave God to do with her and in her all that he might will, without any choice or resistance on her part, and that this gave her in all circumstances and occasions a delight like that of the blessed, who have no will but that of their God. And so she was able to say, If I eat, if I drink, if I speak, if I am silent, if I sleep, if I wake, if I see, if I hear, if I meditate, if I am in the church, if I am in the house, if I am in the street, if I am sick or well, in every hour and moment of my life I would do only God's will, and my neighbor's for his sake. Or rather, I would not wish to be able to do, to speak, or to think anything apart from the will of God, and if anything in me should oppose itself to this, I would wish that it might instantly become dust and be scattered to the winds. A young girl, whom she had never seen, once appeared to St. Aldegonde, and told her, in the name of the Blessed Virgin, that she might ask what she chose, and it would be given her. But the saint replied cheerfully that she desired nothing, except that in all things the holy will of God should be accomplished, to which she would be resigned with all possible satisfaction and pleasure. 12. When shall it be that we shall taste the sweetness of the divine will and all that happens to us, considering in everything only his good pleasure, by whom it is certain that adversity is sent with as much love as prosperity, and as much for our good? When shall we cast ourselves unreservedly into the arms of our most loving Father in heaven, leaving to him the care of ourselves and of our affairs, and reserving only the desire of pleasing him and of serving him well in all that we can? St. Jane Francis de Chantal when St. Peter was about to hold a disputation with Simon Magnus, he received word from his opponent that on account of important business he should be obliged to defer the debate for three days. St. Clement, who had just been converted, and who was with St. Peter, was grieved at this delay, but St. Peter consoled him by saying, My son, it is to be expected of the heathens that they will be troubled when things do not turn according to their wishes. But for us, who know that the Lord guides and disposes all things, we ought in all cases to abide in great peace and consolation. I will show you that this event which displeases you is in reality for your good, for if the discussion had taken place now, you would have understood but little of it, but later you will understand it better. For in the meantime I will instruct you so that you will be able to derive greater advantage from it. So, for the future, beware of separating yourself from the divine will, and always be sure that whatever happens will be for the best. We read of the wife of a soldier who used to say, when a misfortune happened to any one, it would be the best thing for him. She made the same remark on the occasion of her husband's losing an eye. Sometime after, it happened that the king was near death, and according to the custom of the country, someone was chosen to honor his death by dying with him. It happened that the soldier was chosen, but when he was informed of his ill fortune, he immediately said, But no! It is not proper that so great a king should have a one-eyed man for his companion in death. This was approved by all, 
so that the loss of an eye was no evil, but a great piece of good fortune. 13. To lose ourselves in God is simply to give our own will to Him. When a soul can truly say, Lord, I have no other will than Thine, it is truly lost in God and united to Him. St. Francis de Sales The Venerable Father de Ponte made this prayer and repeated it every day. Fiat Domine de me, in me, pro me, et circa me, et omnia mea, sancta volunus tua, et omnibus et per omnia et internum. Concerning me, in me, for me, in regard to me, and all that I have, may thy holy will, O Lord, be done, in all things, and through all things, and to eternity. The Lord appeared one day to St. Gertrude, and said to her, Daughter, behold, I bring you in one hand health, and in the other sickness. Choose which you please. The saint, throwing herself at his feet, with her hands crossed upon her bosom, answered, O Lord, I pray thee not to consider my will at all, but solely thine own, and to do with me whatever will result in thy greatest glory and satisfaction, for I have no desire except to have whatever thou wishest me to have. The Lord was much pleased with this reply, and added, Let those who desire that I should often visit them give me the key of their will, and never take it back. Instructed by these words, the saint composed for herself this aspiration, which she frequently repeated ever after, Non mea sed tua voluntas fiat, Jesu amatissime. Not my will, but thine be done, O most loving Jesus. 14. There are many who say to the Lord, I give myself wholly to thee, without any reserve. But there are few who embrace the practice of this abandonment, which consists in receiving, with a certain indifference, every sort of event, as it happens, in conformity with divine providence, as well afflictions as consolations, contempts and reproaches, as honor and glory. St. Francis de Sales St. Vincent de Paul was a brilliant example of this. In all places, times, occupations and circumstances, in tribulation and consolation, in illness, in cold and heat, in encountering reproaches, calumnies, the loss of friends or property, he was never troubled or disturbed. But, as if all these events had been similar, he remained in great peace and tranquility of soul, which he manifested by the sweetness of his words and the serenity of his countenance. For he never lost sight of his maxim, that nothing happens in this world except as ordained by divine providence, into whose hands he had entirely abandoned himself. This once made a priest say in astonishment, Monsieur Vincent is always Monsieur Vincent. Particular examples may be of use to illustrate this. When he received news that parties were endeavoring to bring lawsuits and disturb his missionaries in their possessions and in houses and lands which they had acquired, his usual reply was that nothing would succeed except what God pleased, and that as he was master of all their goods, it was just that he should dispose of them according to his divine will. When one of the most important and useful members of his congregation was seriously ill, he wrote thus to a person who was much grieved at the misfortune. It seems as if our Lord wished to take his portion of our little company. It is, I hope, entirely his, and so he has a right to make use of it as he sees best. For myself, the chief desire that I have is to wish nothing except the fulfillment of his divine will. In fact, though the preservation of his congregation was so dear to him, he never desired either that or its increase and progress, except in so far as he was sure that God willed it, so that, as he once said, he would not have taken a step or uttered a word to that end, except an entire dependence on the divine will. 
His practice was the same in what regarded himself personally, for he bore his many and great infirmities with much pleasure and tranquillity of soul. In the last year of his life he perceived clearly, and often said, that he was gradually failing, but always with a perfect indifference which proved that living and dying, suffering and relief were the same to him. He was indifferent as to the food and the remedies given him, and though he would sometimes express the opinion that one thing or another did him harm, still he always took what the physicians ordered him, and seemed as well pleased with bad results as with good. In everything he regarded only the accomplishment of God's good pleasure, as the sole object of his desire and of his joy. Nor was there ever observed in him, either in sickness or health, the least token of a feeling opposed to this holy disposition. St. Jane Frances de Chantal had attained the same height, for we read of her that she received with equal indifference whatever occurred, whether adverse or prosperous, as she had no desire but that God would do with her and in her regard whatever he might please. For this reason she never cared to think about what might happen to herself or others in the future, that is, about what she should do in such or such circumstances, as, for example, if she were in extreme want, whether she would go out and beg, or wait for help from divine providence. She said that in such a case she would ask the Lord with fresh confidence what she was to do, leaving herself, meantime, in his hands. She was once asked whether, in the various dangers she had encountered by land and water in her frequent journeys, she had always hoped that God would rescue her from them. She replied that she had hoped not for rescue, but only that the Lord would do what might be for his greater glory, by freeing her from the danger, or by leaving her to perish in it, and that in this total dependence on the divine disposal, her heart remained peaceful, tranquil, and at rest. To conclude, a holy and learned man said that a soul perfectly resigned is like a body that forms a perfect square, which stands firmly on whichever side it may be thrown. 15. If you give yourselves to the practice of holy abandonment, though you may not perceive that you gain at all, you will, in fact, advance greatly, as it is with those who sail upon the open sea with favorable winds, trusting wholly to the care of the pilot. St. Francis de Sales there was in a certain monastery a religious whose power of working miracles was so great that the sick were cured by merely touching his garments or his cincture. The abbot wondered at this, as he saw nothing remarkable about him, and one day asked him for what cause God worked so many miracles by his means. I do not know, he replied, for I do not fast, nor use the discipline, nor watch, nor pray, nor labor, any more than others. This only I perceive in myself that nothing which happens disturbs or disquiets me, but my soul remains in equal tranquillity in the midst of all events, however unfortunate they may be for myself or others, because I have left everything in the hands of God. And so, whether it be prosperity or adversity, whether it be little or much, I take all as coming from his hands. Then were you not troubled the other day, rejoined the abbot, when the enemy burned our granary? Not in the least, was his answer. Here, then, is the cause of your miracles, returned the abbot. A farmer who always had larger and better crops than his neighbors was once asked the reason by one of them. Why, I always have the weather to suit me, he answered, for I always wish it to be as God wishes it, and not otherwise. End of section 23